you first have to have a good idea. Mm-hmm. And it has to be an idea that is uh, organic and from the heart. Mm-hmm. There has to be passion behind it because the days are long, the nights are even longer, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of frustrations along the way. Mm-hmm. And so with the well-thought-out idea and the passion to pursue it, um, you're able to, as best as possible, anticipate some of the hardships mm-hmm. and build a strong enough foundation um, to hopefully weather the things that you can't anticipate. Yeah, very um, much so. That's any business, no matter big or small. You have to be passionate and be able to take the licks and keep on going. So, welcome to Vegas Circle with Pocky and Chris. And today uh, we are sitting down with um, the f- co owners and founders of the Speakeasy Candle Company. Um, we've got Mr. Ruben Alexander, and we also got Miss Alicia Alexander. Um, they've got a, an amazing store inside the new Uncommons on the Southwest Side. So, yeah. welcome to the show, guys. Good to see you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. So, I got to tell just a quick backstory. <laughs> so, uh, my wife and I probably went to, I think, your shop right when you guys first opened. Yeah. I, honestly, this isn't scripted anything. I was honestly amazed with their store. We went to buy a present, you know, for a friend of ours and we got that exclusive. Basically, this is a speakeasy candle bar. Yes. And today we want to kind of talk about how, you know, you can build a successful uh, candle company and also how you develop this this concept of uh, of a candle bar. Yeah. So, so we want to kind of jump into it. So originally you guys are from Atlanta, Georgia, from my understanding, right? Yes, yeah. that's home. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Atlanta's home. We've been away for a while, but right. Uh, that's where we met each other. That's, that's where we grew up. Yeah, yeah I went to uh, a different school, different high school for one year, and that's where I met this guy. Okay, that's excellent. <laughs> yeah. Atlanta's buzzing like crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. big time. What made you want to come and start in Vegas versus staying in Atlanta with, with the concept that you guys have? Yeah, well, you know what? Our, our professional careers have kind of taken us on a journey. Okay. My background is product development and fashion design. Okay. So my first footprint outside of home uh, was Chicago. Oh, that's and my then, hometown. Uh, okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I lived in Chicago for a bit, and then I spent six years in New York. Okay. So after uh, my husband's training program for his specialty, um, we were in Atlanta, and it was growing, and it was bursting at the seams and everything that we wanted, but he honestly just got an offer that we couldn't refuse. It was one of those things, like, yeah. you know, it was one of those things that I said, we both said, like, we can't turn down Vegas without first having going, gone to visit yeah. and truly giving it a chance outside of the Strip. Yeah. I personally, at that time, had never been to Vegas. I mean, Hangover was the extent yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. of my you see, Vegas. Well, all you yeah. think is the strip. Oh, the strip, yeah. the strip, exactly. the strip. And I knew better because people do the same for all the major cities. They think one way about Atlanta, Chicago, mm-hmm. and all the major cities based on movies and culture and all those things. So I wanted to go see it myself. And uh, once we got here, I was like, well churches and grocery stores and shopping and retail is just a whole (laughs) vibe you know um so we didn't leave intending to stay but honestly you get hooked you get hooked like it's a lifestyle you know it's it's uh great for the family it's great for both of us right now professionally and you know you can't beat the weather especially with the other cities i just listed oh my gosh so yeah it's exciting i mean it's exciting to see like exactly what you just mentioned is like 
Chris and I, we talk about it all the time. Of course, you want to go out, and, and obviously the strip is, is where you want to go to. Yeah. But it's so beautiful to see, like, Uncommons, and mm-hmm. I want to get into that, of course. But everything that they're doing off the strip is so mm-hmm. much better for, obviously, us as locals and things yes. like that. And then Durango Casino that's opening up across the street. So fashion industry is, is what you've been part of. How have you kind of transitioned with using the fashion industry to what you're doing now? And also, I saw that you were actually a mixologist, right? Not a mixologist. Of, okay, just yeah. love a great drink. <laughs> okay, so I read it wrong. And so, okay, no, okay. I would take crafted cocktails that we would go find at mm-hmm. a speakeasy. And okay. then he, he and I would just play around with what we experienced, take pictures of the craft cocktail menu and okay. like the what was part of the drink and then recreate. So like that was like uh, a favorite pastime of ours um, mm-hmm. while in New York. It was just finding speakeasies, finding yeah. great cocktails and just experiencing that elevated you know, uh, experience. experience. So honestly, bringing the fashion part of it in was a bit more natural to me. Um, Fashion was something that kind of was, I like to say, like in me, like in more innate than maybe others would like to acknowledge or maybe that I was willing to acknowledge. Right. Um, So when I got into buying and product development, it was just it would it felt like I was home in terms of my happy place, my passion, my purpose. Yep. But translating that into the candle business, a lot of that just came initially with aesthetic. I was very, very clear vision board wise, uh, product wise, offering and look and feel of what I wanted the space to look and feel like. Yep. Um, so like that experience in in new york in the one of the fashion capitals right like from end to end product development is about taking things from a mood board to the runway shows so like to the show and so you know that kind of translated like i created the product offerings based on collections the look and feel i was able to pull from my favorite time period which is the 20s 30s gatsby like that's my whole vibe (laughs) that's the vibe okay you know and then candle at the candle industry at this point is it's some would say saturated. Like you can get a candle at a CVS right now. It's very good. But so right, yeah. yeah. So like so. you you have to carve a lane. And so like when we decided, like okay, let's do the cocktail candles, and then you know, in speaking with Ruben, he was like, well, how do we do this twist, and how do we make it our own? You know, the speakeasy idea was just like an aha moment. Like, in Vegas. In, in Vegas. Vegas. That's, you know, that, like it's a home run. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, so like it, people honestly do come and they they. We had a guy come in the other weekend. He walked into the workshop. He was like, yeah, can started ordering drinks. I'm like, wait, <laughs> so, like, there's been a misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah. He thought he was just going to set up. Right, yeah, right. That's hilarious. So, I can see that, though. It looks yeah, like it, It though. looks yeah. like it. And yeah. so, you know, just being able to play in that lane where we still, like, entice people's mm-hmm. uh, both olfactive senses, but then yeah. also, like, those experiences that they want to touch and feel and be a part of. Got it. It's exciting. So I wanted to ask too, and I know Chris will be jumping in too, but it's, um, is this the the only of its kind? I've never seen that. Like you see speakeasy, like, you know, some yeah. restaurants and things like that, like the Moscow Wars and, and things like that, that you see in Vegas. But does anybody have a candle style like this or is this the first of it? This is this one is of first. one to, okay. To, I was going to say, yeah. okay. <laughs> this is very unique. Okay. Yeah, so did you guys kind of like, you know, put your stamp on it and 
now this is kind of your template in, in the copyrighted and in the whole nine? Yeah, no. we've applied for the appropriate trademarks. Trademarks, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, not no copyright problem. trademarks. Yeah. Um, appropriate <laughs> trademarks uh, to kind of make sure that our mark and our brand is protected in That's that way. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but, you know, candle making workshops have been popping up and that mm -hmm. that's not necessarily <clears> new, <throat> but the guys? way we're doing it is truly one of one and first of its kind. Yeah. Um, what I feel like we've learned in being here in Vegas and trying to find our lane as entrepreneurs, you know, you're mm -hmm. always you're doing the market research and sure. what resonates and what doesn't is that I feel like Vegas responds well to things that are for Vegas, created in Vegas by people that live in Vegas. And yeah. I mean, we see that with, yes, NFL and sports teams have huge followings, but Vegas kind of like embraced it mm -hmm. fully because it was like, oh, this is us, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. We haven't had that a lot. We, yeah. 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 So you gravitate towards it you pretty quickly. You gravitate towards it, especially, yeah. you know, Prior to, you feel like a lot of things were copy and paste for Vegas. Like, oh, this is working well here. Vegas Vegas will like it. And in a lot of ways, that works, too. But what Uncommons is doing and how they're curating and how they're positioning brands to, like, uh, have a chance to connect with the market, I think mm -hmm. it's just the local market. It's, it's organic. Yeah. organic. It's very it's organic. authentic. Yeah. And it's from the leadership through all the way through and through to the other business owners that are, yeah, you know, co-tenants, yeah. sister tenants no. as well. No, I'm excited about it. Just backing up a little bit. Yeah. How did this come about? Like, how did you guys come up with this <laughs> vision of uh, of this speakeasy? Like, like, how long did it take? Was it something that you guys were in land or something you guys oh, came up when so you were here during the pandemic? Or When we moved to Vegas, um, we moved for my, my job in particular. And okay. she always said, well, I, I know I want to do a thing. I just need to figure out what that thing is. Okay. Um, and she had ideas of opening a fashion design uh, studio, boutique. It was always geared toward fashion, mm -hmm. but the Vegas market is different. It's not a New York or LA. Mm -hmm. And she said, okay, well, what do I do differently? Um, and the time that we were sat down during the pandemic when nothing was open, yeah. we're brainstorming. We're trying to figure yeah. out that next step. How do we pivot? And we actually drew on some of our experiences from New York Hey, let's make some cocktails. Let's do this. And one night, we had the candles lit. We're uh, drinking whatever it was. And it was, oh, man, this is a cool vibe. And she just started looking into, well, I like candles. I've made them before. Can I do this? Like, mm -hmm. is this something that I'll do as a pet project? And that's kind of how it seemed to start. Mm -hmm. Just vibing at home. Just but the way she home. is, if she likes something or if she's interested, she goes down the rabbit hole. And she realized that, okay, wait, I can do this in a very elegant way. I can yeah. craft a product that is not just something you pick up off the shelf, but something that has a story. Mm -hmm. And I can do this and actually have a storefront and put my aesthetic toward it. And that's where it came down to, okay, well, how do I do this? Mm -hmm. And she was stuck on the name. She had some <laughs> great name options. Um she had an understanding of what she wanted the, the theme to be. And I think it was during one of our sessions that the name Speakeasy came about and the light bulb then went off. Yeah. Oh, once we once we decided on the Speakeasy, it became easier to like choose the products and everything else, the vibe, because mm -hmm. uh, at this point, like suppliers will give you fra the fragrance world is endless. So like mm -hmm. finding like which fragrances match your brand, if you don't niche down, it gets tough mm -hmm. because it's like you can literally, you you can go citrusy, you can go aquatic, you can go like so many different realms within fragrances exist. But once we decided, you know, what we're going to translate 
uh, fresh recipes from uh, craft cocktails mm -hmm. to a candle mm -hmm. that allowed me to like really like niche down and um, uh, uh, get our offerings together in terms of fragrance. I probably so, have to go, go yeah, so you know, you're know, you trying to meld in these two different environments, right? Yeah. You have one which is candle making, one mm -hmm. which is speakeasy. Speakeasies mm -hmm. are inherently secretive, and yes. most people aren't going to assume that a candle uh, business is going to have a speakeasy in the back. Have you seen some challenges trying to navigate education to the, the clients that you have coming into your business and trying to you know showcase the, the ability to have a cocktail in the back if you want one or right. something along those lines? Have you seen any challenge with the educational piece you of it? You know what? Social media helps, right? Yeah. So social media, we're able to kind of show the setup that we have in the back, mm -hmm. and then we show the setup in the front. And so it starts that a conversation, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but we then also have the people that do two things. They're they're walking past, and they're just like... Trying to figure oh, it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Like, like what like, we did. You yes. know, arm, hands yeah. on the hip. Like, yeah. what scrunched up face? Like, what is it? And they won't even cross the threshold. And then the other people just kind of come in and they're like grabbing at the doors. Like, is there a hidden room? <laughs> well, it was funny. Just to tell you, just to when we were in there, you remember there was the three ladies that came yep, in and like, just, what in the, And they just came right in the store and went right went, in the back. Like, yep. what is this? Like, yeah. So it's, it's a really cool concept. This might be a stupid question, but no stupid is question. the candles made with liquor? With actual That's liquor? That's a very That's good a question. That's a great question. Okay. I'm just trying to figure it out because it smells amazing. I was trying to figure it out. So, the short answer is no. Yes. Okay. Each okay. candle um, is inspired by a particular cocktail. And okay. if you notice, if you've ever smelled different liquors, rum has a distinct smell versus a gin versus Got a whiskey. You. Okay. So when she crafted the different flavor profile or scent profiles, it was based on the smell of those different flavors. Okay. And so that's how it comes together. Okay. Yeah, so right. we like to say like a, a well-crafted cocktail has a fresh ingredients. So, mm -hmm. you know, like our old fashioned is leading with orange, um, bitters, bergamot, and a little bit of honey. So like a sweetener. Mm -hmm. um, so those are, those are our ways to kind of translate it from flavor to fragrance. So you get both out. So you can go in there and essentially buy an old fashioned, but also have an old fashioned. So is that kind of how you pair them up? Is uh, it uh, so any synergy between that part of it? When we have our candle making, like candles and cocktails, we bring in a bartender and the bartender oh, okay. is yeah. able to like, he uses our scent, uh, uh, offerings to kind okay. of be his inspiration so he'll do an uh, elevated old-fashioned he'll oh, do a fantastic. gin and tonic that's cool yeah. you know he'll do a blood orange margarita like we actually have a candles and cocktails coming up this weekend mm -hmm. and he's doing a pumpkin uh espresso oh, martini um and then so yeah like you think about that that's pumpkin mm -hmm. and that's espresso that's coffee yeah. and then like you try to get that milkiness you try to recreate the creaminess and then that's how we translate it uh from cocktail to candle oh so yeah. yes yes that's pretty cool so how did how did you guys choose uncommons like mm -hmm. Was it something that you guys knew about or did they recruit? Like, how did this all play out? Because you see all these different, you know, stores that are there. I heard it's kind of hard to get in there, too. It, so it, exactly. it is hard another, to yeah. get in there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to lie. I was I was pushing very hard for in, in my initial attempts to okay. be a part of like somewhere in the arts district. It just felt like oh, a originally speedy, downtown, yeah, originally downtown. Mm -hmm. okay. Like okay. that is the only place I applied to pitch mm -hmm. to. It was the only place I was interested in. Mm -hmm. And I had probably gotten like maybe my third or fourth note at 215 in Durango. And so really? I'm like, 
Okay. We did they not get wrong. the con? They didn't got get you guys concept. You know what? Or? It was a little bit of both. Some people okay. just didn't get it. They're like, oh, a candle business, and mm-hmm. it's like, uh, we're more than that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> take a second. Yeah. Yeah, like, let's go through this. Yeah. You know. Um, and then some people were. Uh, trying to like make us match the co-tenants, you know, like it was about, you know, curating like who's mm-hmm. on that block. Okay. And there's limited real, real estate in the arts district, at least that people are trying to actually lease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, so uh, with that being said, and some of the projects that they didn't really disclose that were coming, it just they were more so like it's not the right time for a yes you know got it um so yeah i was at 215 in durango and i see the the retail map for uncommons i'm like what the hell is that like what is this and so i literally pull over and i'm like emailing the guy like you don't want to do uncommons (laughs) without me (laughs) like let's let's connect and you know he finally called me back so it was literally like just um one we live like eight minutes from eight to okay. 10 minutes. We live in the Southwest. So yep. like we're part of that community where we've been saying like, we need mm-hmm. our thing, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like no shade to the other footprints. Mm-hmm. They do great things as well, but we want a 10 minute commute yeah. to something. Uh, driving back and forth. That's <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah. what you say. Right. All the time. We live in that area too. Yeah, yeah. So very much so. Just, yep. It was needed. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I had told them during the days, the day that I pitched, I was like, listen, if I don't work for Uncommons, that's fine. I know I'm mm-hmm. going to be a At customer, supporter. Yeah. I'm going to circle back here because bringing my family here um, just felt like the best weekend plans for us at the time. Yeah. No, that makes it makes complete sense. And um, I mean, honestly, the way you've put in it, I could see it working in the art district, but it's it does. For some reason, it fits very well in Uncommons, the yes. way you guys set up everything. I'm not just yeah. saying that. It, it really does. It, how did you guys become like the first business to open yeah. there? That's what I was trying to figure out. Because, now that, yeah. that, was, that yeah. was not, I mean, it was intended. We knew we were the first. Yeah. Um, but That's stressful. Did, I'm not going to lie. That's we didn't stressful. know we yeah. were going to be the first for that long. Okay. Meaning there was supposed to be a few other openings like right behind us that yeah. just didn't work out for those businesses. Mm-hmm. But I'm a firm believer in everything works out timing. in timing the yep. way it's supposed to. Like we were mm-hmm. able to use that time to kind of train our staff mm-hmm. on board and like get some processes in place that we didn't have mm-hmm. operationally, like sure. because this was so new. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it, you know, we, the traffic that we got those first few weeks was literally who we told like yeah. auntie yeah. needs you to pull up <laughs> well, you, know, you know what i noticed is the word of mouth is going around like, how do you guys advertise i know you guys do a lot of like the social media but do mm-hmm. you guys do your traditional advertising too to kind of get your placements to drive traffic to, to uncommons or how's that working um so it's honestly uncommons is such a new footprint that sure media requests are just part of it like people okay. are reaching out because they want to know more what is uncommons yeah right mm-hmm. like uncommons doesn't really intentionally so it feels like yep. just disclose like mm-hmm. this is the experience to expect here they kind of want you to come in and do the do a dance and figure Almost it out organically, for you. Figure <laughs> organically. It out. Exactly. Yeah, you like oh yeah. i saw people walking let me go over there and check it out and so like that's, that's been yep. the the approach so far so like this is one of those things where advertising and marketing, we really haven't even had the opportunity to fully tap into it. It's all been organic. Mm-hmm. It's all been, you know, either somebody hurt referrals yep, yep. or I was in the neighborhood or, yeah. yes, our anchor tenant, Earth Cafe. You know, yep. like they get a, 
on the weekends the whole quad is like packed, packed. Yeah. Yeah. and so once those bellies are full people are like well what is over what here else? Yeah, I'm like, it off. hi yeah. <laughs> that's no it's great it's yeah. a great mix so, so. yeah it's going to get even better as they yeah. continue to develop the residential portion oh of it you have those yes. built in clientele and I think yeah. more exposure with more restaurants I feel like you came in at the almost perfect time yeah. like the really it worked out because I can't so. imagine like the the traction that we're getting now if we were to be set to be like a November 1 business like mm -hmm. in the candle market landing right in the heart of holidays mm -hmm. it just I don't think we would have got the same momentum so yeah. um, it worked out so awesome everything's time like you were saying <laughs> of course, of course. what what's kind of the goal of this is would it be like a franchise model where you guys would is that kind of the vision down the road I see you looking at looking at you <laughs> We're still just because it's one on one, yeah, it's just amazing. We're, we're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, um, we're at the point now where before we launched, before the doors were open, mm -hmm. we had a discussion. Okay, right. well, what do we do a year from now? What's the ultimate goal? Mm -hmm. And we know we want to make a mark on the community. Mm -hmm. If we do that with a single store and that's it, or if we have multiple corporate stores where we retain ownership and direction, or if it becomes the franchise. Um, the jury's still out. Excellent. I think only over time will we see how to best grow the business so that the essence of the business remains the same. Mm -hmm. um, I think when people have come in, they've talked about how they feel the good vibes, how, of course, it smells amazing, but yeah. they appreciate the energy. Mm -hmm. And you can't just copy and paste that. You yeah. can't just say, oh, I want to have five stores just because. It has to be done right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Alicia is is the one where when we are ready to expand, if that time comes, it will be researched thoroughly. Um, <laughs> it will be planned down to the detail. That's no, I see it with design. the store. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. see it with the store for sure. Hands down. So yeah. that's excellent. Yeah. yeah. We're already yeah. getting some of those requests like, oh, come to the strip. And I'm just one. Can we get through month six? Can we, can we <laughs> well, like your life feed school. the, the baby? The first thing you think about it, yeah, yeah. you think business, you're like, wow, this oh, is just wow, ROI, this is crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it could be a thing, but I, I am one of those like organic and slow. Mm -hmm. I, I'd rather be the tortoise and do it right than mm -hmm. to just zip through. Mm -hmm. um, and we've seen those type of models work here in Vegas where some mm -hmm. pretty dope uh, leaders mm -hmm. are expanding our leaders in the entrepreneurship space whether it's F&B or just other experiences are doing cool shit in Vegas yeah that's true but and quickly mm -hmm. but for us like the fact that we're hand pouring still which is a heart of our business model mm -hmm. like we make all of the candles in house oh wow we we I say we a lot but he does leave the hosting of the workshops to me. So right now, I host <laughs> all like of the workshops. Sounds like shot fire, shot fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you just yeah. come on, babe. Yeah. You know you want to host one. <laughs> yeah. Well, Chris is a good counselor. He was battling us on our arm. No, I just recorded it. Yeah, he records us all the time. So we need a counselor. So, uh, but no, that's excellent. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. So, yeah. yeah, just right now, everything is very hands-on. We still hand-stamp. We order mm. things locally. Like, everything is about the brand has our fingerprint on it and mm -hmm. until I get to a, 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 until I feel like we get to a point where we are able to literally recreate the model and it mm -hmm. still have the same aesthetic and the mm -hmm. same quality and the same mm -hmm. experience then I would like I said I'd just rather be the tortoise yeah. that makes sense because you're creating yeah. a boutique atmosphere yes. so when you kind of yes. you know yes. institutionalize and make it mass produced it doesn't soon. really and get the same feel easy like a big part of this like speakeasies are not meant to be copied and pasted yeah. and just yeah. like 
placed ev- everywhere. Like you mm. want to still have like that hidden gem yeah. um, component that like you got to find, you got to be in the know. Um, can't get this everywhere. You can do different theme speakeasies. Well, yeah. Well, that's, you know, like with all of us being from out of town, that's what brings it in Vegas. Like you mentioned New York. That's what mm-hmm. I love so much about New York and Chicago's and LA's is like you don't have the traditional kind of brick and mortar is all mm-hmm. organic so mm-hmm. it fits very very well yeah. it's exciting to see what you guys are doing and where it takes you guys yeah. you know with us being a business show what uh, is a gem you could share for our listeners i think you first have to have a good idea mm-hmm. and it has to be an idea that is uh organic and from the heart mm-hmm. there has to be passion behind it because the days are long the nights are even longer and there are a lot of frustrations along the way and so with the well-thought-out idea and the passion to pursue it, um, you're able to, as best as possible, anticipate some of the hardships and build a strong enough foundation um, to hopefully weather the things that you can't anticipate. Yeah, um, so. That's any business, no matter big or small. You have to be passionate and be able to take the licks and keep on going. I would like to second that. Um, (laughs) But I also feel like entrepreneurship especially is getting like this social media hype of, oh, quit that job and just start this new business. Like, listen, go for your dreams. Do what serves you and is part of your purpose, but do the work. Right. Like spend time in your craft, become an expert um, to the point that when people are asking you questions, whether you're pitching for investors or trying to bring on new clients or just trying to close that sale with locals or what have you, like spend time with the work, with the craft. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's it once you start to like get that lens of it takes time. Mm -hmm. All the other noise of, you know, why is this happening to me, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. changes to why is this happening? This is happening for me, yep. you know? So, like, it's, it's a little bit of that mindset shift. And then also, like, kind of like what Ruben was saying, like, anticipating the valleys, like, yeah. that things are going to get a bit tough mm-hmm. and th- you still got to stick with it. And that's part of it. Yeah. Like, it's not show up on social media and, you know, just... Overnight success. Overnight success. And yes, there are brands and people and creators that have that moment. But when we talk about the percentages and the ratios of that, like we're tied. It's not the norm. I feel feel confident (laughs) with a 95.5. Well, you can see with just what you both of your mindsets together, like what you were mentioning earlier, Ruben, is like you were saying, no, we're not ready to do the franchise. We want to make sure this is done Done right right. strategically. And you could see that all the pieces that you guys put together for your business, it it makes sense. And it's a... It's a great, uh, it's a great concept. So we root for you guys for sure. Thank um, you. Just transitioning a little bit, uh, we always talk about restaurants. So Ooh. I'm very curious, what is y'all's favorite restaurant in Vegas? Mm. Anima by EDO right now at mm. the moment. Okay, mm. we were just talking about that last oh, night. Oh Literally, just talking about that last night. Yeah. I just go and do the tasting menu. Like I just, I just, <laughs> I don't ask no right questions. You see her looking at me right now. We just made a reservation for somewhere on Friday. That's funny oh, you say that. Okay, excellent. Yeah. So Where like EDO in itself, in its own right, has yeah. a footprint. I believe like mm-hmm. Jones and Spring Mountain mm-hmm. area, like Chinatown, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so like I Top haven't us, been, yeah. I haven't been there, but I've heard amazing things. 
things. And so I told yep. you, we, we live in the Southwest. So yep. when they opened at the Gramercy, yeah. we stumbled in one day. And now if we get to sneak out of the store a bit early, we're we like, there. I'm glad you said that. I just messed up there. I'm going to rephrase. Yeah, that's excellent. Gosh, <laughs> I've not been there yet. Amazing. Okay. Like, we went to the other one that was in, I think it's in Spring Mountain in that area, Chinatown, but not yeah, this new one. So, yeah. The excellent. EDO is already like buzzworthy alone, but like okay. Anima. Like the okay. the tasting menu is just amazing. The cocktails are amazing. Everything feels elevated. So like mm-hmm. their their whole specialty is like um, Italian and Spanish combined. Nice. So like, come okay. on now, we that's a win. That's all. That's all bro. You, you I messed wrong. up basically. Yeah. What I'm saying. I messed up. So how about you? Is that your favorite one too? Or it is. Okay. Um, probably aside from that is Harlow. Harlow. Uh, I like. Harlow. I love a good steak. Yeah, Harlow's very and good. Steak. Yeah. Um, I first went for a business meeting and then I said, oh my goodness, this is amazing. I'm telling her all about it. And yeah. her eyes just start to squinch. Like, uh, <laughs> you're bragging about this restaurant that I have not gone to. Oh, gotcha. So I think like <laughs> within the next yeah. week, we yeah. have gone back together and we've been back a few times since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Harlow's uh, actually very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just out there. Oh it was the most, uh, it was the yeah. most amazing meal I ever had. I'm like, yeah. I've never had out before yeah. elevated to that yeah. level. And mm-hmm. it was just fantastic. They she's a beast. Shout out to the chef. Yeah, she's caviar great. Caviar tacos. That was my first caviar experience. So it was like, bite-sized caviar tacos i was like what is happening <laughs> no it's it, yeah well you guys hit on two two great ones i'm gonna definitely yeah. check out the one you guys Anima. mentioned i've been to harlow yeah. so mm-hmm. i'm definitely check that out what else is on the horizon for you guys man what, what do you guys want to accomplish maybe in 2023 coming up um it feels like right now is i don't like to say this but i i do want the implication to be there it's finding getting in our groove like okay. i don't believe that like work-life balance is like this you know, the thing where everything yeah. is in perfect yes. harmony mm-hmm. and all of those things. But right now we have we do have two we have two girls. Right mm-hmm. now the business baby is crying the most. So like yep. being able to build the right staff of people who are motivated mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. eager to like uh, really build a, a local business and put in that work, but then also making sure we're still there for our girls is like important to me. Like I'm coming from like, yes, corporate, but then the first four years of my seven-year-old's life, I was a stay-at-home mom. That's awesome. So like that yeah. was like, and then now I have a two-year-old and it's different because now mommy's at at work, work all the yeah. time. And so I know for me, like I, I not putting that pressure on myself to give equally to everybody, especially without pouring in my own cup, mm-hmm. but creating like, uh, manifesting the resources mm-hmm. um, so that we can make sure that we're still tapping into each other and that the business is still growing and that our girls still know that mommy and daddy That's hard them. to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. It's extremely, I'm, I'm dealing goals, with that right now. It's goals. extremely, yeah. It's yeah. just, I mean, what can you, I mean, uh, part of it too is that when your kids see you grinding, mm-hmm. like that b- pours into them in a lot of yeah, ways definitely. as well. Like, because I yeah. remember my parents grinding and those later hours but now they're like the hands-on grandparents mm-hmm. <laughs> you know who are able yeah. to like tap in because they they put in the work yeah and so now they're closer to retirement and being able to like tap in with our family um and our dynamic but somebody yeah. just asked asked me this literally over the weekend they were asking about what you just said like it's almost like there is no work-life balance. It's not, you just got to fit in it's a the way you have to do it. But <laughs> you know what, what I was saying is just from my perspective is like my wife and I, because we're busy too, seven days a week, yeah. got kids and stuff. Chris, same thing, three kids, the whole nine, busy all the time. 
but it's like you have to put things on the calendar mm-hmm. or it's not going to happen. Yeah. We literally put it on the calendar yeah. and say, hey, this date, we're doing this. Yep. And no excuse, let's just make it happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but being intentional yeah. helps. And especially yeah. if it's a date night or like yes, a little yeah. just grown folks time. It's like, exactly. You need it. Yeah, you, you lose your damn mind. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, like we've, we're definitely just, just trying to build that team around us where... Mm. The business baby just can fall in line a bit more and yeah. <laughs> we're able to still yeah. like tap back in and keep yeah. keep the flame going. Well, we honestly, it's an absolute yeah, pleasure to have both of you guys on, man. We're rooting oh, for you guys and we'll keep tabs on it, bring you guys back. Was, everything is open with Uncommon's yeah, be able to share how you guys are, are doing everything. Where can people find you guys? What's the social handles and things? Yeah. We are uh, at underscore mm-hmm. Speakeasy Candle Co. Awesome. So yeah. Lead with the underscore. Well, check them <laughs> Check them out, guys. It's an amazing uh, business concept that you guys have done. So congratulations. And um, you can check us out at TheVegasCircle.com and uh, subscribe with us. So appreciate you guys' time. Oh, thank, thank you very you. much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, that you. was awesome. That was, yeah. that was absolutely awesome.